0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, and I want to welcome you to the warning program. Wherever you're watching or listening, welcome. In the studio today via Zoom is Sydney Hemmingmore. She's a prophetic woman of God. She's in the past been an entrepreneur. I've done different programs with her over the years, both prophetically as well as healing, where God has spared her life different times. Just a touch of God and the spirit of death was gone, where she was supposed to die. And so you could look at those programs on my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, and see the programs I've done with Sydney. Sydney, welcome back to the warning program.
1: Well, Prophet Jonathan Hansen... It is an honor to be with you, a prophet to the nations, and we see things heating up in the nations. And I praise God for you that you are prophesying to the nations, Jonathan. You know, I've been amazed. I remember in Rwanda, you walked into Rwanda and (laughs) and prophesied and God stopped the mass slaughter. I remember when Kim Jong-un was shooting off his missiles and you got to that DMZ and you prophesied to the wind, to the mountains, and Kim Jong-un stopped. Well, now here we are in Gaza, in Israel, and I was just reviewing your word here that, uh, that you gave to Netanyahu, May 24th, 2010. And so much of it has come to pass. So here we are again. And I understand that God's sending you again to Israel. And I know his power is going to be with you to prophesy. And I'm so looking forward to seeing what God says to Israel through you on your trip coming up.
0: Thank you so much. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what uh, Sydney is talking about, I need to go to Israel. I've been invited by the World Jewish Congress President, Shai Hermish. The kibbutz that he was living in, I've been in his home uh, different times, different years. Been a guest, ate at his table, interviewed him in his bomb shelter in his home. My wife was with me. And I'll tell you what, that was the very kibbutz that came under the uh, heaviest massacre. They massacred the people there. And he was hiding for over 20 hours, him and his wife. They didn't find them and they escaped. But his son was in one of the homes in the kibbutz, he was found dead. It was such a horrific time for the people of Israel. I've been, like I said, right to the very areas. I mean, they're right by the Gaza Strip. And I've been to Starot right there. I was going to put up a dental clinic to help the people suffering uh, post-stress syndrome. Their mouth, their teeth had all of the signs of deteriorating because of the stress. And uh, so I bend this to road well over a half a dozen times, maybe 10, 12 times. So that was one mile from the Gaza. In fact, if the siren goes off, they have 15 seconds to get into a bomb shelter. And so that was all through that city, to road and other immediate surrounding communities. 15 seconds, even in the parks, they have bomb shelters for the children. That looks like uh, toys, centipedes and other things. And they, But... They're all living under that stress. The babies, when they hear the siren, they right. respond because they're living right. under that stress. They hear the siren. Right. Their parents grab them and run to the bomb shelter. So anyway, now they were invaded. A surprise attack overwhelmed them. And 1,400, 1400 Israeli citizens in one day, the first day, massacred October seven, Women raped, killed. Babies beheaded, babies cut out of their mother's womb. They forced again children to watch their parents being killed and then turned around and killed the children. They watched the parents, uh, had them watch their children being killed. Horrific atrocities, just horrific. And they wiped out again communities and over 250 taken as hostage, kidnapped. And so ladies and gentlemen, If you will help me, if you will help me, I need to go back. I have an invitation. I want to get over there as quickly as I can. Uh, I need some some resources. Worldministries.org, worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. You can give that way, PayPal, uh, Zell. You can telephone my office, 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. Two, four, eight, and I need more than a ticket. I need to be able to help them. So uh, do what you can. If you if you're sending it to help me in this Israeli trip, just mark it that way, and it will go for that trip. But uh, Sydney,
1: yes, Jonathan, they did do horrible, horrible things. And you know what you were saying about the dental is very interesting because when the body is in the fight or flight, it's called the sympathetic. And basically, when a person's in that state, the saliva and the mucous membranes essentially dry up. So yes, I imagine their mucous membranes in their mouths, you know, would be really, really unhealthy and debilitated. You know, it kind of reminds me almost of the Holocaust. What happened? 1,400 people in one day. If that's not a Holocaust, I don't know what is.
0: Well, the president of Israel said that it's it's the worst atrocity since the Holocaust. so, I mean, um, what a time of destruction, of mourning. I, I wrote two articles, The Real Palestinians, yeah. and then I wrote another one, and I've done programs on it already, on the air. People with what? animal minds and the worst is yet to come. So, if you have not, seen those programs, go to worldministries.org. That's worldministries.org. You can watch them or you can listen to them. Again, again, all of these are on radio, television. It's going to be on shortwave. But if you don't get my news articles, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, you can sign up or telephone 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. And you will receive from now on free pastoral articles every two weeks. In fact, this one, people with animal minds and the worst is yet to come will be sent out in a couple days. So uh, Sydney, yes, it was such a horrible atrocity, but the only thing that can explain it is, again, what I've written, people with animal minds, but yet the worst is to come. We say, wow, this is atrocious. It's only gonna get worse because uh, Hamas says first the Jews... And then the Christians. So they want to, it's in their charter to wipe out the Jews out of Israel, wipe them off. And then America, the Christians. And so uh, we need to understand, it's not just Hamas. The whole world is coming against Christians right now. And so this is an attack on Christians. It's an attack on Jesus Christ, the body of God. And if, if the church doesn't wake up, that's why I said the worst is yet to come. What you see going on in Israel and the atrocities, and let me tell you, blood is going to flow in America if we don't wake up and stop this insanity. And that's that's the whole point why I'm leading Eagle Saving Nations. The church has to wake up. The church has to stop this. You know, Sydney, in World War I, World War II, the Korean War, other wars, we won. Why? Because we had Judeo-Christian values. We were still a nation under God, the, you know, the Republic. But now we are removing God. Now we are going to be a nation of evil. We're not going to stop anything. If the church wants their freedom and doesn't want to be a victim, severe persecution, we have got to rise up and stop it. And that's the reason I lead Eagle Saving Nations. We want to get into the NFL stadiums, NBA stadiums, civic centers. And we want to see Pentecost come down once again so the church can rise up with a powerful voice like Peter did after baptism and go out. Without fear and intimidation, but speak the truth. Turn against this tide of evil. Because as you know, right now, uh, America is flooded with a tide of evil, a tide of lies, a spirit of deception. And the only thing that will stop it is the gospel, the truth, uncompromised by fearless men and women. And that takes the power of God, Pentecost. So, ladies and gentlemen, join Eagle Saving Nations too. Help me get to Israel. Join Eagle Saving Nations, my website, worldministries.org, worldministries.org, join Eagle Saving Nations. We've got to have another great awakening, which is a revival. There's got to be a repentance all through this land to stop one judgment, sure judgment, if we don't repent. Sins of abomination, idolatry, immorality, killing the innocent, dividing the land of Israel And if they topple the republic, let me tell you, that sheer hatred you see coming against the Jews are going to come against real Christians. And we're going to see blood all through America. Sydney?
1: Absolutely, Jonathan. It's terrifying what you are saying is a prophecy from God, and it is terrifying. And all I can say is, may God have mercy on America. And you were talking about Hamas being a beast, having a beast in their heart. Yes. Well, Mohammed wrote the Quran. Mohammed was from Ishmael in the Bible. And God said, Ishmael is a wild ass of a man, you know, a beast. And his hand is going to be raised against everybody. And we saw that in Gaza. And God also said <laughs> to Ishmael's mom, and everybody's hand is going to be raised against him because they got to fight him off because of murder. Now, I just wanted to review a couple of verses real quickly here. Um, okay, whoever welcomes a prophet will receives a prophet's reward. So we must. Jesus said that we must listen to the prophets. We must welcome them. Okay, one Thessalonians five twenty. Paul said, uh, do not treat prophecies with contempt. Uh-uh, we got to listen. We got to repent. Okay, and then Acts, you say we need another Pentecost here. Uh, Peter said, in the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all your people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. You know, your young men will see visions and your... Old men will dream dreams before the great and awesome day of the Lord come. Well, we here we are now, and we have to listen to these prophecies of warning. There is no other option, and may God have mercy on America.
0: Amen, Sydney. You know, the Jews have been in Jerusalem since twelve hundred BC, long yes. before Islam was created in six ten AD. Yes. Which is over eighteen. 18- Hundred years. Yes. And so we must understand that.
1: Well, Jesus warned us. He says many prophets, many false prophets will arise and come, you know, claiming I'm he. Well, the ultimate revelation of God. Isn't that what Muhammad did when Jesus walked the earth? He warned us of this false prophet, Muhammad.
0: Totally. And
1: yes. And so us Christians... We need the truth. The truth is, is Jesus is the son of God. And by the way, the uh, Islamists will kill a person if they say that. But we say it till the day we can't breathe anymore. We say Jesus is the son of God. He did die on the cross for the sins of the world as foretold by the prophets. He did buried and dead in death. Three days, and he did resurrect from the dead. He conquered sin, hell, and death. And Jesus said, there are only one way to the Father, God, and that's through him. And the point is, is that Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Don't ever fall under the spirit of deception where somebody tells you Allah is God. No, Allah is not God. Yohei the Father of Jesus, is God. And there's no other name why people may be saved. Every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And we're going to do it, preferably in this life. But if not in this life, then when one stands before that white throne, they're going to say it.
0: Well, you're absolutely right. You said that he's a false prophet, which he is. Yes. The Bible goes into it very clearly who Jesus is. And yet in Islam, as you mentioned, if you say Jesus is God, they kill you. Yeah. Because uh, to them, Jesus is a pure human prophet who comes back to kill the Jews and the Christians and bring the world under Allah. We do not serve the same God. It's totally opposite. Now, Jerusalem is a holy place to the Jews. Okay. Jerusalem is mentioned 667 times in the Old Testament, 139 times in the New Testament, for a total of 806 times in the Bible. In the Quran, yeah. Jerusalem is not mentioned once. Hmm. Sydney hmm.
1: The scriptures say that in the last days the people will give heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Okay, so that's what Islam is. It's a deceiving spirit and a doctrine of demons. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So this message, yeah, this message is stand strong. Don't let Islam deceive you and never bow. Never bow to Islam. No, only love Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but
0: through Jesus. You know, you had a a word concerning Gaza. Why don't you share it?
1: Okay. Well, uh, it basically, um, my experience with Gaza basically started quite a few years ago uh, under Ariel Sharon. And then... uh, And then what happened at a a certain point, and I followed the news, and, of course, I I read the prophets, uh, the Old Testament prophets, and I realized that, no, Gaza is for the Jews. And then uh, a time later, the Israeli defense forces went in where the Jews were living in Gaza, and this was a few years back, okay, they divided their own land. What the IDF did, and and I, I knew a colonel who was a retired colonel in the IDF. He was a tour guide on a tour that I went to in Israel. And he said the night before, he took his troops in to basically steal the houses of the Jews and all the beautiful, be- beautiful, beautiful, um, Jewish uh, land and vegetables and prosperity he said that his uh, one of his soldiers came to him and said look we cannot according to our rabbis go in and take those settlers out because we are dividing the land so the colonel he was secular going to follow instructions instead of god's instructions you know, don't divide the land. No, they went in and they did it. Okay, and the colonel was worried that he was going—he was going to have to go into civil war and fight his own troops. Well, it didn't happen. Okay, so during that time period, a few years later, I was praying for Netanyahu, and I was actually in Israel at the time. There was an election coming up, and people didn't think that he was going to win. Well, I was praying for him. And, you know, as I was praying, I kind of saw this picture in my mind. You know, I was praying that he win the election, of course. And I saw kind of like this picture in my mind that the angel of the Lord stands with him. You know, so there's Netanyahu and there was kind of the angel of the Lord kind of like behind him, something like that. I knew that, OK, he will win the election and the angel of the Lord does stand with him. You know, he does have the right of military might, of course. Okay, so that's the background. You know, that is the background. So what happened the other day when I heard of that, when I heard what happened there in Israel, I I was just so moved and so disturbed about what happened. And so I I cried out to God in my mind. I said, oh, how can I pray? You know, how can I pray? And then the thought came to me, what is written must come to pass. I think, okay, well, here we are. Here we are. This is not my opinion. This is not Obama's opinion. This is not Netanyahu's opinion. No, this is God's prophet's opinion. So what is written? So I pulled up some verses in my um, email here that, that I had looked up. Okay, and we'll just go. We'll just go fast here. Micah 4.13. So Micah was a prophet, and he says, Rise and thresh, O daughter of Zion, for I will give you horns of iron and hooves of bronze to break to pieces many peoples. So, Daughter of Zion, Zion's the hill in Jerusalem. So Zion is a physical location in Jerusalem. Uh, The Jews were expelled 2,000 years ago. Well, they're back since 1948. And so they're the daughter of Zion. Okay, for I, God, I, God, this is God, will give you horns of iron. A horn is an offensive weapon like a bull, a bull attacks with his horns. That's an offensive weapon and hooves of bronze to break to pieces many people. Well, just this morning I was watching uh, a video of one of the unmanned Israeli vehicles. The horn was basically shooting, shooting, and the hooves were basically just, you know, smashing Gaza to the ground. So basically, do not get mad at the Jews for having to do this. The prophet Micah said they must do it. Okay, here's another verse. Okay, desolations are decreed. So this is the end of Daniel 26. War will continue. Okay, the end will come like a flood. A flood is a war, an invading force. And by the way, you know, it's really fascinating. Right now the Jews are talking about they're flooding. They're actually flooding the Hamas tunnels with water. And if you watch them go in, if you watch the IDF go in, the way they move, they move like a river flooding into Gaza. And that's what's happening right before our eyes. War will continue until the end, and desolations have been decreed. Okay, so these aren't just desolations in Israel. With our own eyes now, we see a flood of war right before ours, and we see desolations. And we're seeing the Hamas tunnels being flooded. Okay, OK, now, what did Moses in other words, God, through Moses, command must happen when there's um, a thief that steals the people, uh, kidnapping? Deuteronomy 24, 7. If a man is caught kidnapping one of his Israel, Israelite brothers, whether he treats him as a slave or sells him, oh, the kidnapper must die. So you must purge <laughs> the evil from among you. Well, in this case, it wasn't the, um, the Hebrew killing the Hebrew. No, it was the Islamists killing the Hebrew. Okay, Netanyahu and his military, they say they're gonna get every Hamas member, whether they're in Qatar, which Qatar hides them, and whether they're in Turkey, which Turkey hides them. They say they're gonna get him and kill him. And by the way, I, I heard something interesting. Um, uh, Sinwar, I think his name is kind of hard to pronounce, Wahar Senor, Senwar, Uh His assets were just frozen in France. And he's the uh, Hamas head in Gaza now. Now, isn't that interesting? Talk about filth and corruption. He has all these millions in assets in France while his people are suffering. I mean, these guys are evil. Okay, so the Jews have to kill every one of them. It says so in the law of Moses. Okay, Micah. Let's see. We already read Micah. Okay, here's, um, here's Isaiah 41, uh, 15. Behold, I, God. Now, this is God. This isn't man's. This is God saying this. I, God, will make you, the Jews, IDF, into a threshing sledge, new and sharp. Okay, this is the IDF. You know, this is now and here, new and sharp with many teeth, lots of weapons, lots of military. You will thresh the mountains and crush them and reduce the hills to chat. Uh, mountains could be military powers. Uh, mountains, in the case of Gaza, are literally high-rise apartments. And uh, basically that's what they're doing. They are crushing, okay, threshing. What threshing is is basically pulverizing. You know, you've got the the... The wheat, okay, the wheat grows up, and on the top of the wheat, there's all these beautiful kernels, you know, that people eat and they're life-sustaining. Well, and then all the chaff gets pulverized, so they hit it and they hit it and they hit it, and the pretty little grains of wheat come out and people eat them, and the rest of this stuff is pulverized and burned up. So God is making Israeli defense forces a threshing tool, Okay, now we get to um, Gaza itself. The people of Gaza shall say shave their heads in mourning. O oh, remnant of their valley, how long will you gash yourself? Okay, shaving the heads is a symbol of not only grief, but it's also a symbol of we're reducing that population. We are shaving it down. We're shaving down the hills. We're shaking on the mountains, we're flooding the tunnels, and we are pulverizing it. So that was Jeremiah 47 5. So he prophesied, he foresaw that, and that's happening now today.
0: Amen. Well, I'll tell you, I prophesied that Hamas will be defeated, destroyed as evil men were defeated, and destroyed before the flood for their sinful violence. I know that's what I've prophesied, and um, you get into the Jews and Israel. The Jews have been in Israel once again, um, clear back 1200 BC. So they've never left. Yes, the nation became in 1948, but the Jews have been there over three thousand years, solid. You know, Zechariah 12:3, and it will happen in that day. I'll make Jerusalem a very heavy stone for all the people, all who would. Heave it away, will surely be cut in pieces. Again, Zechariah 12, 2, Behold, I'll make Jerusalem a cup of poison. And on and on. And so, ladies and gentlemen, Hamas is dedicated. They're a terrorist organization, an Islamic organization. They've turned down a two state solution five times. They want to wipe out. Jerusalem from the face of the earth. The Israelis, they want to wipe out the Jews out of the nation of Israel. And then they want to wipe out America. We must understand this. Help me go to Israel. I need your resources. I need the best love offering you can give me. I need way more than a ticket. I've got to help them rebuild. 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248. 360-629-5248 Or worldministries.org That's worldministries.org You can give by Zill, PayPal We take every credit card We even take checks Just address it to WMI P.O. Box 277 Stanwood, Washington 98292 WMI P.O. Box 277 Stanwood, Washington 98292 God bless you, Sydney. Thank you. Shalom. God bless all of you.